Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I am Kate Spencer. And I'm Doria Shafrier. And we are not experts. No, but we're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And today we are bringing you Product Recall, a weekly episode where we dig deeper into the history of an iconic product and its impact every Friday here on Forever 35. Yes, uh, we do take requests. We've done several of these um, based on listener requests. And if you want to reach us, you can leave those requests at our voicemail, 781-591-0390, or text us at that number, or email us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can visit our website, forever35podcast.com. We have an Instagram at forever35podcast. We have a Facebook group. We have a newsletter. We have all these things. We also have a live show coming up on Wednesday. It's going to be fun. We're like nominally celebrating my birthday. Nominally? Speak for yourself. (laughs) Uh, uh, It's going to be a party. You can get those tickets at moment.co slash forever35. Please join us. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. It's Wednesday at 5.30 Pacific, 8.30 Eastern. You can also, if you can't make it at that time, you will be able to watch it for seven days after it airs if you buy a ticket. So that's kind of cool. yes. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So you can just like put us on while you're cooking dinner one night. Totally. Experience the magic. Well, Dory, should we get into today's product recall? Because I'm very excited. Yes, let's do it. I'm excited to learn more. Okay, so I want to start with this sound. Do you recognize that sound? Yes. What is it? Dory's thinking. It's so familiar. It's so familiar, isn't it? Yeah, but I can't say what it is. What is it? That is a sound effect from the TV show wheel of fortune oh yeah of course and the reason we're starting here is because today we are talking about caboodles Mm -hmm. and look if you don't know what a caboodle is don't worry because by the end of this episode you will know everything there is to know about a caboodle but here is the legend of caboodles according to an article from good morning america's website 
a photo surfaced in the 80s of Vanna White, who, as we all know, is the co-host of Wheel of Fortune. I forget what you would call her job. She's the person who turns the letterboxes. Mm-hmm. She's been doing it for decades. And there was a photo of her backstage doing her makeup. And her makeup was held inside of a fishing tackle box. Okay. Now, the legend goes that the, and I will share this photo with all of you, Vanna's posing. I'm going to share it with Dory right now. It's a very sexy, very 80s photo. Like you are going to just, like the 80s just jumps off the page. Vanna's got spiky bangs. She's in bunched up socks and high top yellow Reeboks. There's like 50 different hair curlers on the table. And Uh, what an icon. Right? A legend. A true legend of the 80s. But there's a fishing tackle box with her makeup in it. So the legend of Caboodle goes that the folks at the maker of this fishing tackle box, Plano is the name of this company. Plano saw this and they were like, wow. What an idea. Oh, wow. And in fact, the, the director of marketing and brand management at Caboodle's told Good Morning America in this article, they said, the folks at Plano saw this and thought, wow, we can pivot from a very masculine, outdoorsy company into the beauty space. Oh, my goodness. And Vanna herself, first of all, she didn't realize that like this, that she was part of this legend of caboodles. Mm -hmm. Her story goes that like she used to go fishing with her dad as a kid. And she would see his tackle box. And that was her inspiration for the idea. And when she was starting out as a model and an actress, and she couldn't afford like a fancy makeup case, she just used a tackle box. Now, if you've never seen a tackle box, it kind of opens and goes back. And then there's all these little tiny compartments. Mm -hmm. And it has a handle on top. So, you know, Vanna was like, oh, this is the perfect makeup storage kit that I can like tote around for all my auditions. Good story, right? Yeah. A good story. A good story. However, oh, oh. That's not actually where caboodles (gasps) came from. Oh man, but that's such a good story. It's a great story. And I I'm sure the folks at Plano like love playing up that story, but Actually, the true story is that Caboodles was the brainchild of a woman named Leonie Matir. Okay. Leonie Matir is from New Zealand. And she moved to California in the 1980s and wanted to start a business. And her version of the story is this. She saw a model arriving to a photo shoot with a tackle box, Mm -hmm. holding all her makeup, and got the brilliant idea to make a makeup box version. And according to Leone, she approached this fishing tackle box company, Plano, and said, do you want to make these makeup boxes with me? Okay. So, look, Leone has like written 
three books, and one of them is basically about how to start a business. Leone has had an interesting life. We're going to talk a little bit more about her later. But in her book, she says like she approached this Plano, Plano Molding, I think is the name of the company. And basically, they hired her to come on as a consultant. Oh, wow. Okay. And like help create the product. But because this is how they started the business, she basically like had no ownership of the brand. She became an employee mm. of the company and the company started the brand. So oh, interesting. When Caboodles took off, Leone didn't really make much from Caboodles. Oh, okay. Now, this is interesting to me because I feel like so many of these stories, these like origin stories of products, as you and I have discussed, most of the time it's like a, a pharmacist man. Totally. Living in upstate New York. <laughs> totally. There's always a man. And the man always ends up making a gajillion dollars, right? right? Yes. And in this, we've only had, I think, one other female founder. It was the scrunchy lady. Yes. In our product recall. So yeah. I think this is only our second, I guess. And I guess you could say Coco Chanel. Yes. Right. But Leone is another woman. And yes. she didn't really get anything from the caboodle creation. Ugh. Great. So we have, we finally have a woman and she gets screwed over. That's kind of how I interpreted this history. Like basically, Plano took ownership of Caboodle and she worked for them and helped do all the stuff, like helped create it, helped market it. Allegedly, according to her, she came up with the name sitting in the bathtub. Wow. You know, the whole like kitten Caboodle. Yes. Yes, of course. So this, this according to Leone, is her brainchild. But she really gets none of the credit, especially because wow. the Vanna White story is like what... Right. We also hear. Well, I mean, the Vanna White story is like such a good story, you know? Like, I see why people would want the Vanna White story to be true. It's a great story. And and it almost seems like both things could be true. Oh, okay. Go on. Like, Vanna was definitely using a tackle box to hold her makeup. Right. You know, I think that was probably a thing people were doing. It's it's sure. very intuitive. Yeah. Very crafty. Mm-hmm. So the caboodle essentially has the same like formation as a fishing tackle box. It's a plastic box with a flip up lid. It's got multiple compartments for storing all your beauty products. Mm -hmm. And it is marketed to teenage girls. And it's, you know, a fishing tackle box was kind of um, hard angled, rectangled, clear, mm -hmm. boring. The caboodles were not see through. They were a rounded shape mm -hmm. in bright colors. Mm -hmm. And if you were a teenage girl, not even a teenage girl, any any girl of any age, honestly, in the late 80s, you either knew what caboodles were or you had a caboodle. That's true. I Dory, can... did you have a caboodle? Oh, of course I had a caboodle. I, I will say, like, also, if you went to sleepaway camp, you oh, 100% had a caboodle. You brought your caboodle. You brought your caboodle. But yes, I had a caboodle. Did you have a caboodle? Oh, I had a caboodle. 
Like at this point, it's almost like who didn't have a caboodle? Everyone I knew had a caboodle. Yes. I'm sure. And obviously, you know, you had to be able to afford a caboodle, like, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. like, we'll talk more about that. I knew so many. I mean, you just had a caboodle. Everybody had a caboodle. Everybody had a caboodle. And the more and more I say the name, the more ridiculous it feels. Uh, But (sighs) this is what we were all obsessed with in, in the late 80s. So I wanted to share, before we go take a break, I wanted to share with you the first caboodle commercial. Let's watch it and then just kind of break it down because like so many things, it has a visual component to really kind of that needs that comes across through watching. So we include all links to the stuff on our website. So if you want to check out the first caboodles commercial, please do. So Dory, I just texted it to you. So Great. why don't we watch that okay. and uh, play it for our listeners? Okay. When Lieutenant Parker is coming over. Great. So in his new Porsche. Mm. Let's go. I want to go to Hollywood. I want to be a star. Okay. So like so many other commercials we have examined, everything is done to please the male gaze in this ad. We've got two girls who get excited because one of the brother, the brother's friend is coming over with his new Porsche. One girl has a caboodle and is super organized in getting her makeup. The other girl is a total disaster. Mm-hmm. Makeup is spilling out of her bag. She can't get her shit together. Basically, the message is, if you've got a caboodle, you're on it. But then the girl with the caboodle, who successfully does herself up per Porsche guy, goes down to answer the door, and he is uh, what one would describe as like a dork in the 1980s. He's got yes. a tennis racket and glasses, which is like, and like I mean, basically shorts hiked up to his yeah chest yeah so i'm not quite sure like i guess it's supposed to be funny but i'm not it's like if you have a caboodle you'll make it down the stairs faster for a guy that then you you're not you won't be interested in in. yeah Yeah. it doesn't quite work the message is muddled (laughs) it's muddled but you know what what comes across is that you need a caboodle can i also just say there's a lot of like interesting class signifiers in this commercial uh-huh. um, go on and you know it's two like pretty blonde kind of suburban vibe girls i got a lot of like i got a big like john hughes vibe from this commercial totally, totally. um and the the older brother has like a real james spader look mm-hmm. um and you know, they get excited that the kid is coming over in a Porsche. They live in this like nice house. So it also seemed to me like they were saying that like having a caboodle is aspirational. Well, yes. And like you have to wonder the girl who has her makeup in like a plastic bag. Right. Right. There's a there's a hint of a class difference, as you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Oh, totally. I, and I think that was, I mean, that's always a big part of messaging, but that, I remember that felt very strong, especially during this time of like having the right thing. All right, Dory, on, on that note, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll dig more into what was going on with Caboodles at the time and, and, and what kind of splash they made on the market. I can't wait. All right, we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Now, look, I don't know about you, but when I hold on to some negative feelings, it really starts to impact my day to day. I get a little snippy and short with the people in my life. Things start to really feel overwhelming. And look, it's just generally not great for me or for the people that I am interacting with. And I do find that my time in therapy is a real safe space to get those things off my chest and figure out how to work on and work through things that are weighing on me Mm. or maybe weighing on you. For example, like I have actually really been working on mindfulness in therapy. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Easier said than done, but that's the work, right? Like just learning about kind of like really creating a breathing practice and paying attention to my physical body and my feelings. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and to learn productive coping skills. If you're thinking about trying therapy, try BetterHelp. It's convenient and accessible anywhere because it is 100% online. All it takes to get started is filling out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And if you're not vibing with the therapist, you can switch at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash forever35 today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash forever35. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there, the overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos. And like within a few weeks, I had done a consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a Tretinoin gal. I love the Tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now, that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click Get started and then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. I am the first to admit that gift giving is not easy for everyone. It's taken me a long time to become like a halfway decent gift giver. But what I have learned is that the best way to win the gift giving game is to gift memories. Ooh. And you know how you do that, Kate? I'm I'm ready. I'm listening. The Aura 
digital mm-hmm. frame mm-hmm. preloaded with decades of family photos. We when have you, gifted this to yes. many people. And when you gift this, your family will love looking back on childhood memories and seeing what you're up to today. Even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating the frame with new photos. So it's really the gift that keeps on giving. It's super easy to set up. It takes literally two minutes. You download the app. You set up the Wi-Fi. Boom. boom. You're good to go. Yep. We have given this to my parents. We've given Mm -hmm. this to Matt's parents. Mm -hmm. Same, same. It's so easy because you can add photos from the app like anytime you want. And also like my brother has the app so he can add photos from his family. My sister has the app so she can add photos. My parents also have it. So they also add their own photos. That is one of the coolest parts I think of the Aura Frame is that everybody can contribute. Yes. I love that about uh, we have two aura frames in our house i have Ooh. one in my office and yeah and one in our family room and do my they kids have love it. do they have the same pictures on them no they have different pictures <gasps> Ooh, mm-hmm. oh that's interesting maybe i should get one from my office I'm looking at a picture of my in- children right now right interesting mm-hmm. hmm. putting that away for later store that Yes. Uh, the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which is what many other digital frames require. And also, then you're not taking up your email storage. So, win-win. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Forever 35 listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code FOREVER35 at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. I think it's safe to say that we have suffered through bras. We've been uncomfortable in them. We've devoted whole episodes to finding good ones. But I'm here to say enough is enough. 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 I mean, Dory, have I ever told you? Have I ever told you what I did in college when I needed a bra to wear with a fancy dress? What? I cut the top of pantyhose and then I duct taped that to my chest. Oh, that sounds uncomfortable. Because <laughs> I, I didn't have honey love when I was in college. No. Well, we are here to say no more being uncomfortable. No. With honey, no. With Honey Love's bras, you will wonder why it took so long to make something so comfortable and so supportive. There's no underwire, but through some kind of wonderful magic, they managed to not sacrifice lift all while making it in a fabric that's so comfortable, you barely know it's there, especially the crossover bra. I wear one of these almost every day. I'm wearing one right now because it's so comfortable and it easily fits into my life. But if you like a breathable and versatile legging, Honey Love has you covered on that front too. Plus they have tanks, shapewear, and their V-bra that has molded cups still without the underwire to keep you from getting that dreaded uniboob effect other more relaxed bras tend to give you. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we send you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. So Dory, you noted accurately that like everybody, if you were a, a teenage-ish girl in the 80s, like everyone knew what a caboodle was. Yeah. So I read a New York Times article while doing my research about caboodles. And it said at the time uh, that 
Caboodles, the company, said that nearly 80% of teenage girls in America are aware of Caboodles, which is an extremely high number. Wow. They sold 2 million units in the first two years of sales. So I believe Caboodles went on the market in 1988. Okay. 2 million. And they were priced between $10 and $20 in the late 80s, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which I, of course, did not do like the markup of what that would cost now. But I would say like that's at least probably $50 now. Um, I don't think it's quite that much. Okay. But that Hold seems on, like me... seems like a lot of money. Um, okay, so $10 is $25 today. Okay. So, so then it's between twenty five and and twenty fifty yeah, and twenty dollars is fifty dollars. So it's yeah. between twenty five and fifty. Yeah, which like seems like it still seems like something you could get at Target. Yes, which it it, it was and it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in this New York Times article, they noted that like they said this is a quote. With the help of special promotions and heavy advertising in magazines, Caboodles cosmetic carriers have become one of those products that teenage girls have a seemingly irrational need to possess. In fact, (laughs) Plano now sells far more makeup boxes than it does tackle boxes. Um, You know, I was going to say that I definitely remember, like, these were all over teen magazines. Okay. So this was fascinating to me. I had a really hard time finding like um, video commercials for Caboodles. Yeah, but you I are a hundred percent right. They were yeah, in. I just remember every so magazine. many like print advertisements for Caboodles. Oh yes, like everywhere. everywhere. And we'll talk about shortly for their competitor. So I wanted to just share one other ad that I was able to find because it is the most like, this was like my childhood, this advertisement. It just like resonated with me on such a deep level of like, I would have been like, this would have won me over in two freaking seconds. I can't wait. Caboodles beauty organizers have spaces and places for all your makeup and accessories, and they come in fantastic fashion colors. With Caboodles Girl, you've got it together. You've got it together, Caboodles. Hi, I'm Debbie Gibson. You can win your very own private concert with me in Hollywood. Just look for these specially marked Caboodles in a store near you. With Caboodles, you've got it together. That was your childhood? My childhood, if Debbie Gibson was doing something or wanted me to do something. Right. Yes. I was fucking doing it. Yes. Because I basically spent all of fourth grade roller skating in my neighbor's basement listening Uh to Debbie Gibson. Like that was my fucking just circling the basement on my roller skates listening to Debbie. Amazing. Like she was a legendary teen influencer in the late 80s. Like, I feel like she doesn't she kind of, she's, it, it's weird. It's like, she's a bit overlooked in terms of like the influence she had. She was massive. Massive. massive oh, absolutely massive. Right? Yeah. 
Yes. So basically what they were doing is using like they were really doing a lot of like marketing to teens, but in a little bit of a different way than I feel like what we've seen from like 70s and 80s marketing and really using celebrity influencers. So what ended up happening is that Leone left Plano after she really wasn't like making money for her ideas. And she started a caboodles, excuse me, a caboodles competitor. Can I wait? Can I just pause for one second? Yes. Because I do feel like this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I do feel like this is maybe the first product that we've talked about that was so specifically marketed to teens. Because I feel like even Proactive, which like I assumed was marketed to teens, like kind of wasn't. But this was like, we are going after teens and only teens. I think you're right. I think what's interesting is that a lot of the products we've talked about that have had that kind of like teen, like Noxema, for example, a lot of them are products that have been around for a long time and their marketing strategies have changed over time. Yes. And like shifted to targeting teens, but you're right. This, this was this always was, teens. Yes. And it's interesting to me that the origin story is Vanna White, who was like very much an adult woman at the time. Totally. But like the look of the caboodle, the the target audience, it was all teen girls. Yeah. And I also think it's interesting to note, just kind of in discussing this stuff, like the ways in which teen girls are mocked for their passion, for the ways in which they like love things, but yeah. then that's also manipulated to make totally. a sale. Totally. Totally. Well, look, Leonie rolls in with her... Uh, alternative to the caboodle. Dory, do you remember the Sasabi? Oh my gosh. I didn't remember it until you just said it, but now I haven't like heard that word in 30 years. Right. But like, does it not ring a bell? I hadn't, I hadn't heard it either. Yes. And then when, as I was researching this episode, I was like, oh my God, the oh my God, fucking Sasabi. <laughs> Sassabi. The Sassabi was Leone's answer to being put like, you know, to not making her money on the caboodle. She created the Sassabi. So what is the Sassabi? It's basically a caboodle, but it's, they kind of market it uh, with a quote unquote exotic angle. So here's, here's how this print ad describes it. An entirely new species of organizers. Introducing a whole family of exotic, innovative, wildly unique organizers for cosmetics wildly and jewelry. Unique. That look exactly like poodles. <laughs> <laughs> Cleverly designed with secret compartments, deep trays, and extra long trays for super long pencils. Full-size bottles and brushes travel with ease. Ingenious lipstick keepers hold lipsticks upright. Removable dividers keep everything in right. When it comes down to getting organized, it has to be a sassabi. Now, the sassabi looks like a caboodle, more or less. It's a little, it has like a ridge. A little boxier. Yeah, it, it's got like some differences that kind of make it, I don't know if fancier is the word. It's definitely different, but the idea is exactly the same. Yeah. The the caboodles were like wider. They were like rectangular and the mm -hmm. sassabi is more square. Now, one thing I loved is that 
Sassaby was trying to target teens and they were doing a whole ad campaign with Shannon Doherty as the oh, spokesperson. Okay. And this is like 1992. So, yeah. So you either were a Caboodles girl or a Sassaby girl. It's like the VHS or beta of makeup organizers. There it is. And we all know, like, we Caboodles all know is happened. the VHS. Yeah. yeah. And nobody so, knows what a beta tape is. Exactly. Okay. So, but here's what is interesting about Sassaby. Sassaby got into the makeup business and started a makeup line called Jane. That I this I do not remember. Okay, so Jane was a cos- cosmetics brand which specifically tried to appeal to 12 to like 20-year-olds. And it was wildly popular. Let me see if I can show you a Jane find a Jane ad. I don't know if I have one. When I I hadn't I couldn't remember Jane and then when I saw like I looked up an advertisement for Jane makeup I think mm-hmm. this is it. it like, Here it is. All came back. It literally, yeah, similar to the way the Sassaby came back. Here, I'll mm-hmm. show you this link to the Jane makeup here. Oh boy, sorry, it's really loud over here. So Jane, like just seeing the images and the the print, like the logo, I was like, oh yes, I used to want this makeup and like this makeup. What was fascinating to me is that Jane was really popular and Estee Lauder oh, bought it yeah, in 1997. Jane. Yeah. So Estee Lauder bought Sassaby, which included Jane makeup, and then basically like drove it into the ground and ruined it. Okay. But you know what? At least what's her face? Mateer, Lonnie Mateer. Is that Leonie? Leonie? Leonie. Leonie Mateer. At least she got like got to cash out. I don't know how much she made. We're going to, after the break, we're going to like talk a little bit more about what Leonie is up to. Um, because I'm not quite sure if Leone like really ever made it big from these brands. Wow. Okay. Let's take a break. And then I'm going to just kind of, we'll, we'll kind of wrap up with kind of how Caboodles petered out, if you will. Okay. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I think what happened with Caboodles is that they essentially like grew too big too fast. Uh, oh, they flew too close to the sun. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. They fade. 
they got a little too big for their britches. Or I think they did the thing that happens where they're just like expanding, expanding because they got to keep making money and they don't quite know where to go. So they basically started marketing to children. And oh, like making, actual children. Like actual children. Okay, so let's share one more ad for, <laughs> for Caboodles. This is from 1994. Okay, but wait, this like exists now. Are you thinking of LOL dolls? No, I'm thinking of... Um, Shopkins. No, the Critters. Critter... Uh, oh, my God. Calico Critters. Oh. I can see that. Like, this is, like, kind of what they do. <laughs> like... Yes. I mean, this is... There's a lot there's of... There's a ra- salon. There's, like... like yes. It, I, I don't... Like, I don't think that this is... This was, like, a crazy pivot for them. They started also making mini teeny weeny caboodles, just like mini Holden. You know how mini stuff is very popular right now with I do. kids? They basically also were making mini caboodles. I don't feel like it's bad or good or one way or the other. It's more to me just kind of like, where do you go? You know what I mean? Yeah, like You totally. just kind of have to keep marketing younger totally. and younger. And then you yeah. hook these children on caboodles. But So by the time they're 12... They get the big one. And and it's interesting that they didn't try to go older. Like they didn't try to yes. market to grown-ups. I know. I feel like the Sassaby was trying to kind of get into that early 20s, like chic college girl age. But Oh, interesting. The okay. Sassaby always struck me as slightly more sophisticated than the Caboodle. Than the Caboodle. Okay. Also, like the thing we call all it all could have just been using fishing tackle boxes. You know, it's like that thing of <laughs> totally just like taking a thing and giving it a new name. And all of a sudden we're all like, yes, we need it. Right. Right. Anyway, Leone is still living her life. Is she still here? Okay. Good for her. Her website bio says this puppeteer, children's entertainer, Owner of a model agency, TV talk show panelist, luxury accommodation owner, entrepreneur, product developer, brand developer, storyteller, author, and indie publisher, Leonie Matier has lived a full and diverse life. I mean, you can say that again. Leonie has written a book called The Caboodle's Blueprint. It's basically a book about like how to be an entrepreneur and start your business. Oh, okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Just yes. hold up. Yep. She has written a book about how to be an entrepreneur and start her business when she did not own her idea. Well, she basically says like I learned a lot from uh, like from what happened okay. with Plano. Like, okay. So she's like, yes, I like, am a cautionary tale. Yeah. Well, she was basically like, learn okay. from my mistakes. Like, and right. I think that's, that's okay. a good message I as agree. a business owner I agree. and an entrepreneur. I just, uh, it just made me chuckle when you first but said yes, the title. It is called the Caboodles <laughs> Blueprint. Okay. But like, yes. don't, but kind of like, don't do the Caboodles Blueprint or you'll like yeah, a little bit control. of like, <laughs> yeah, like learn from my mistakes, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now she's also written children's books two books about psoriasis and how she cured her psoriasis and a murder mystery series called the audrey murders okay now i'm listening right (laughs) leonie is like she's one of those kind of fascinating creators who i think like never tires of making things yes i love that for her I, i do too like she has written 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Audrey Murders books. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And it looks like Audrey <laughs> is <laughs> on her website. It says Audrey Weatherby, the infamous local psychopath and serial killer who was presumed dead over a year ago. Like whoa, it's whoa, yeah, like whoa. Audrey. Audrey is the is the murderer. Audrey is Audrey is Dexter. <laughs> I think Audrey is Dexter. Yes. Okay. She describes the first book, which is called The Murder Suite, as a fun, fast read, a thriller with a difference. This is all on Leone's website. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Leone also sells luxury real estate in New Zealand. I think she splits her time between New Zealand and California or the what U.S. doesn't yeah. she do? I, I don't. Well, let me tell you. I went on her YouTube and her most recent YouTube, which was posted like in the recently, is titled Removing Rats from Inside Your Wall Cavity. And Dory, this video, everything else is like a luxury real estate video, except for the most recent one, which is how she gets rats outside of her wall cavity. And it I is mean, it, honestly, I should watch that because I do think something has died in our like inaccessible <laughs> wall uh, space, like above our ceiling. It's not even a crawl space because you can't access it. But whatever, I think something died up there. <laughs> Well, I have I have also had rats in my home in the attic in the crawl space. And so one solidarity to uh Leone might have the answer, which is I believe she blows air into the wall cavity and then in the video a rat comes shooting out of a hole on the wall. It's it's very exciting. Wow. But yeah. a live rat or a, a live dead rat? rat? No, I don't think she's harming oh. the rats. I think they oh, no, 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 are no, but like but I I need I need tips on getting dead oh, things. The dead rats. Oh, I mean I bet you could contact her and she probably knows what to do. I mean she probably does. Wow. So Caboodles is still owned by the company that acquired Plano. So it's now owned by a company called Pure Fishing. Oh. Okay. And you oh, can wow. still get you can still get Caboodles. I found one for twenty dollars at Ulta. Beauty. Did they like go away and come back or they've just always been here and I have not been paying attention? I think they have always been here. Wow. Okay. All right. And that is the story as I learned it of Caboodles. Wow. I learned a lot today, Kate. I did too. It's, this, this, was, has been, this was all over the place for me. This was unexpected. <laughs> Just remembering the Sassabi was a journey for me. Oh my gosh, the Sassabi. I I mean, yeah, the Sassabi. Right? The Sassabi. Yes. Anyway, if if you still use a caboodle or if you're just getting one for the first time, let us know. I I have to say after reading about them, I was like, "Oh, do I need one?" Maybe. Maybe, right? Maybe you do. Or is that just marketing and Leonie's wizardry working? I mean, on me? it's just marketing, but like there is a reason they were so popular. Yeah, and you know? and and you can I'm sh you can find vintage ones, including vintage sassabies, all over the internet. So that oh, could also sure. be a fun collector's item. Dory, thank you for joining me on this journey. Thank you for taking me on it. It was great. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>